Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. We are back at Your Tech Report. Thank you guys for being with us. Happy New Year. If you're just tuning in for the first time this year, I'm excited to welcome our next guest. He is the president of a company called Simo, whose key product is Solus, who create mobile hotspots. But there's way more to chat about with, with Eric. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for joining us on your tech report happy new year it's so it's so exciting to have you're, you're actually a first guest of the new year on your tech report how does that make you feel uh, excellent and mark <laughs> thanks for having me and happy new year to you too i'm so glad that we're the first ones on it's it's exciting to have you here i mean uh so many things go on in the new year we think you know christmas and and new year's it's all nice and quiet but then you blink and suddenly ces is happening right so everybody's focusing their eyes on las vegas you're of course not very far from there uh in in reno um l- let's talk about solus the product let's talk about simo tell me a bit about the company where it all started, how long ago it started, and where we're at today. Absolutely, happy to do that. So um, we started um, right around 2014 with a commercial product, um, which is a mobile hotspot, uh, and we call it Skyroam. And we, the reason we have the name Roam in it, that, of course, is, you, you remember, it, yeah, absolutely. So we, we solved a really interesting problem: is um, roaming costs when you're traveling overseas used to be very, very expensive. They yeah. still are, but it used to be outrageous. And so, uh, rather than take your your phone um, from your your local carrier and then travel overseas and get this outrageous bill, I mean, sometimes up to fifteen dollars a megabyte. If we believe it, I still remember those those prices. What oh, we yeah. would do is we created this cool technology called virtual SIM, and we're able to find a local carrier signal wherever you go. And now we're in 135 countries. So we're, what we, we would originally do is help you avoid roaming. We still do that, but that's really where we kind of made our name and, and started to really become, uh, become popular in terms of our, our Skyrim product. So, um, so fast forwarding, you know, now we still have that same technology and it allows us to do some really cool things. So now we're able to actually embed this technology into tablets and notebooks and other products, even IOT, internet of things devices. So what you can, what we can enable people to do with their wireless devices to connect to the best signal or the fastest throughput of the tower closest to them. Um, and and give people the freedom to have the plan that they want. You could buy Wi-Fi for an hour if you want. You could buy it for a month. You could buy it for a year. But we create that that kind of freedom to to buy internet connectivity where you want and how you. Now want. this is super, not only relevant but super important. And I, you know, I'm going to tell you a really quick story. Back in, I think it was, oh, I don't even remember the year, but I remember that there was a time of the year that I did two trips back to back. I went on a cruise for ten days. And, you know, I'm a gadget guy. I have a problems. You know, I figured, oh, I'm on the beach in Grand Cayman. Let's make a phone call on my BlackBerry curve at the time. Let me call home and say, ha I'm on a beach. That's all great and dandy. Fast forward, I get home and I probably have like a $200 bill from that five minute phone call, let alone, you know, the data and stuff that I was consuming while I was on the ship. Now, two weeks later, I go to California and said, I'm in Canada. So going to California, I think nowadays it's it's no brainer. Just cross the border. You go. I got home to a three thousand dollar data bill 
Yeah, $3,000. Now, I managed to argue argue some of it with the carrier and get some of that back, so it wasn't that big of a sting. But this problem of roaming globally, um, especially for people as they travel more and more, is a big issue. And just because our carriers give us these wonderful roaming packages doesn't mean we're necessarily getting the best deal out of the gate, right? So solutions like this, and, and you know, you joke about Skyroam, or you mentioned Skyroam, but I remember the round orange, you know, hotspot that uh, friends of mine who were traveling overseas were buying all the time so that they could travel uh, and and do so with ease. Um, where did the idea come from? Like, was it because of the, exactly this problem? People traveling and not wanting to pay these outrageous bills? Oh, absolutely. That's where it came from. So this was actually um, the the idea of uh, of our CEO, um, Jing Lu. He's still our CEO. Um, he's based in China, and he would travel extensively. And he found, um, as he traveled, um, that there had to be a better way. There, there, so, so there's yeah. two there's two problems really that that uh, Jing and the team were able to solve with our virtual SIM technology. The first one is a cost one, right? So if we can always connect to a local carrier wherever we go, we're avoiding roaming. So we save save money, right, for the consumer. But the other thing is a technical issue that a lot of people don't think about for the purpose of proper billing carriers actually route your internet connection if you're traveling let's say you're based in the u.s and just for the sake of argument, say you're traveling to france you're, you're actually making a connection all the way back to the united states to connect to the internet in the united states and the reason they do that is so they can count the data to be able to charge you properly for that and so our technology solves two problems it's a we, we're able to reduce latency to give you a faster snappier connection and at the same time put you on what's essentially a local billing plan you know, I've always wondered about that because even when I traveled to the U.S. and or even Europe, I always found and I felt even standing next to my uncle, I remember doing this all the time, I'd be roaming on AT&T, for example, and he'd be on AT&T natively. And his speeds were just incredible. And I felt like we were being throttled as a, as a Canadian. We might have been throttled, number one, because we're roaming on their network. But you bring up a really good point there that I don't think people realize is that in order for them to bill you for that, they have to route the traffic back. So you're literally adding time and delay to things that could be mission critical. I'm in the broadcasting world. Can you imagine if I'm tethering off my phone in a foreign country and I have to route the signal back to Canada to get it's just it's going to work to my disadvantage. So these type of arrangements, I'm guessing, take a lot of uh, intricate dealings with local carriers. Is that how it works? That's right. We buy wholesale from carriers around the world, um, and they're happy to sell us data on a wholesale package. So what what we do is kind of kind of interesting when you think about large carriers. And by the way, we're partners with carriers. We're not competing with carriers. Uh, they're our partners. And um, but to it, it's very very expensive to build all the infrastructure, especially big countries yeah. like Canada and the United States with a lot of open area. And so carriers have to recoup those investments of, of all the cell towers they put in and all the fiber. And so they create plans and subscriptions and contracts, and, and they do it for a good reason. It's to, it's to get that return on investment. There's really nothing wrong with what they're doing. But on the other hand, because of the, the, the way they have to scale and get that ROI, there are a lot of use cases that are unmet. And one of those is the one we talked about, roaming. Um, the other one is, is what I would call rural connectivity. So in, in large swaths of Canada and the United States, there are places where um, on, you know, in this part of town, you might get carrier A is really, really operates well, but in this the other town or the other half of town, carrier B works better. And so we're able to actually kind of stitch those together into one big network. Again, the purpose is not to compete with carriers, but actually we can, uh, with, our, with the technology we, we invented, we're able to actually seamlessly switch between those carriers. So we find these great new use cases that actually help carriers 
to sell more data because we're repackaging it in a way that is more friendly for some of the edge cases. Yeah, it's not like the user base is going to like say, oh, okay, I'm going to cancel my plan because I'm going to Florida for a week, right? They, they, they're just looking for the best cost-effective solution for them depending on what they're using, which is which I think is, is exactly. I think, wise. So no one's going to really lose business at the end of the day here. Yeah, so some realm roaming revenue may not be there, but they'll make it up somewhere else. I'm not really worried about that. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny that we, we're talking about this now because uh, a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine, decided because of the cost of flights these days that he was driving down driving down to to the states for for Christmas vacation and he was trying to figure out exactly this how do you when you're driving for 24 hours keep the kids entertained without costing all this money and there was embedded options in his car and that cost our arm and a leg mm-hmm. and I ended up lending him uh, a, a, a competing hotspot that way you could just throw a SIM card in and he was able to add it to his share plan and it made sense but it's funny and then fast forward to our conversation now I wish I would have remembered, remembered about Skyrim or Solus at the time and said you know what you should go and do this now unlike with cell phones where you're you're tied to this phone number um, I guess when it comes to something, a solution like this, because you're not really tied to a number, it doesn't matter like who you're connecting to as long as you get your data, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. And so um, we really are a data first solution. Um, and when you think about it, voice has really declined in terms of usage. When people do use voice, it tends to be on a third party app, an over the top app like WhatsApp, for example, or yeah. Um, or WeChat in the case of Asia. Yeah. And so phone numbers are becoming much less important. Really what people want is fast inexpensive connectivity. Let's talk about the, the physical hardware for a second here, because you said that the uh, there's two versions of Solus right now. There's the LTE version and there's a 5G version coming out? That's correct. So yes. what, what's that? T- I know that obviously the LTE version is available right now. I'm looking at the website in Canadian dollars, 193 bucks. I mean, that's a no brainer in terms of obviously hardware yeah. wise. Plus, it's a power bank as well. So you can actually use that to keep your devices charged and it going. Um, how many how many devices can connect to it simultaneously? Uh, I think it's eight devices. I should I should know. I think it's eight devices yeah. for that one. And then we have this, the, you just referenced, we have a 5G device coming out that is super perf- high performance. It's very fast and it connects up to 10 devices. So pretty much everything you've got in your bag and you're traveling with somebody, you've got plenty of connectivity. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's backward compatible, compatible. So you get 5G, but you also go all the way back down to 3G if you need to connect uh, when you're traveling to somewhere that doesn't have a great network. Um, but it really goes back to this idea is people want faster. They want more data and they want it faster. And so that's really what we're delivering with the new product. And this is like the perfect solution. For example, I'm traveling to Florida at the end of January for the NHL All-Star game. And then mid-February, I'm going to Vienna. And then I come back and I'm traveling to Punta Cana. I guess um, you know, a solution like this is something that I just want to keep on me all the time and activate whenever I use it. Yeah. Or, or I guess, depending on the plan, I guess what, whatever is more cost-effective for my use yeah. case. Yeah, so we referenced a couple of use cases. Um, you know, if, if you're traveling, especially if you're going to cross the border at all, you're going to you're definitely going to want to have um, one of our Solus devices because we're going to help you keep the cost down. Um, but we've been asked all the time. Uh, you know, we, we our four G LTE product is great, but people, uh, but our customers will ask us for a little bit more speed. And it's just like right yeah. now, you and I are talking. I mean, if, if with a good five G device, we could do this whole thing uh, using one of our Solus products. Um, but think about um, you know the, the term we see is digital nomad. I think it's just called 
worker. <laughs> you know, so yeah, we're all, exactly. we've all gotten to a, um, a place now where we don't have to be, you know, in our cubicle, our, our gray <laughs> fabric cubicle. Uh, we're out and around. Uh, sometimes we're working at home. Sometimes we're at the the bench at the ski resort, wherever it is. But the whole idea is um, we don't have to stop working and connecting with coworkers and family just because we're on the move. And that's really what we deliver with the new 5G product. It's great, fast, snappy connectivity that gives you uh, what you need wherever you are in any part of the world. And you talked about, and you mentioned off the top, and obviously embedding things in tablets and and taking the technology and the intellectual property and using it across other devices. Um, what c- can you mention some of the companies that ha- will have the technology embedded or, you know, some of the companies you're talking to would tell us where that's going, because that's an incredible, that's a, a whole other side of the business that I'm sure evolved over time as well. Absolutely. So this is moving really fast and there's a, a number of, uh, of operators coming out that I can't give details on, but I will mention a couple to you right now. So we actually have, there's a tablet being sold actively in Europe now by a company called Blackview. Um, and they have embedded our SEMO technology. And so those tablets come out of the box with the ability to connect to um, all over the world, again, over 135 countries. So it's really um, groundbreaking. They're uh, one of the first partners we have. Um, that has embedded our technology. So we call it really SEMO Inside um, because it's really, the the technology sits there and is always available in case um, a consumer wants to use it, whether it's a consumer or a business user. So that's one. The other two, Thing is that we've partnered together with uh, with Acer, and they're they're going to launch a. Um, I mean, I think within weeks here, um, a five G hotspot also with their branding, and that's going to be mostly sold in Europe too. So there, we have about four or five other similar um, uh, you know uh, products coming out from partners who have embedded SEMO technology, and we'll be announcing those along the course of the year here. Well, you know what? I, I'm looking forward to this. this. Is something I'm going to have to, you know, when I get off with you today, uh, probably go ahead and purchase, or maybe wink, wink, uh, ask you to test out one of those five G units when I'm traveling if they're operational. <laughs> you know, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. This is so super important. I mean, I think anybody who who literally leaves their home and especially travels needs to have you know, a device like this handy and in their back pocket, whether it's active now or it's something they want to activate or pay as you go. This is like the brilliant solution for not only, you know, an individual, but just for your family when you're traveling. Absolutely. Yeah. And I really appreciate the opportunity, Mark. Thank you so much. No, it was great to have you on and I cannot wait to have you on again. We'll talk more about obviously the technology and proliferates and listen, we have a good relationship with Acer as well. So we'll be talking to them about their products as they come out. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. That is Eric Plam from Solus. Do check them out at solaswifi.co. You can get that device. Uh, order it now. Next time you're traveling, a really cool thing to have with you, no matter where you go around the world. Uh, this is your tech report with Mitchell Whitfield and Mark Flala. We're talking all things CES, and there's way more to come. So do stick around. We'll be right back. Your tech report will be right back. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.
I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favourite podcast app.